Man Up, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. I am Joe Stopulis, and today I am joined by Eddie Cotter to discuss the Dead Theologian Society. I'm going to start in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm going to be joined by Eddie Cotter on the other side of the break. Dead Theologian Society, something that you may have never heard of. It was introduced to me probably about a year ago, and then I actually saw it in person for the first time about a month and a half, two months ago, something like that, um, at the Basilica of St. John, and blown away by it. And I really wanted to have Eddie on the show to hopefully bring light. A, I want to know how it started. I'm so I'm genuinely curious about this. It's so starkly different than anything I've ever seen before. So you think of how important it is to pass on the faith to the next generation. You want to do it in a way that's compelling. You want to do it in a way that's authentic. Uh, you want to do it in a way that's fun. And this does all those things. Um, it was it was a really great group of kids, and the, the way that it was done, the way it was presented, um, was, was, again, authentic is the way I would say it was. It was authentic and it was attractive. And all of these things, and combined into one, it, it's hard to do, especially for teenagers, right? So it's really hard to do um, for that for that age group to make it happen. And I I was I was blown away by all of the of the content of the night, all the things. Um, and so Deacon Mark Campbell and I were talking, and I I, just, I was couldn't have said better things about it. And again, I just kept saying, I I really want to make sure this thing is here for my kids. And so. Eddie Cotter is the the founder of it, and he's the guy who started this thing a long time ago, probably 20-some-odd years ago. And uh, we're going to talk today about how he started it, you know, and how it's grown and all those things. So we're going to head to short break, and when we return, I'll be with Eddie Cotter. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from CTO. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO... You receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at GoldenRulePHC.com. My Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Excited today to be joined by Eddie Cotter. He is the founder of the Dead Theologian Society, and he's here today to talk to me about what that is. Uh, and as a person who just spoke at one of these, I can give a little bit of insight to the awesome experience I had. Eddie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. It's a great privilege to uh, to be on with you. Well, I'll tell you, for our listeners, I'm going to give them a quick preview. You, you and I just had about, I don't know, seven minutes off air chit-chatting, uh, and we had a lot in common, so I think this will go pretty fast for us. Uh, let's start at the top of this. Uh, Dead Theologian Society. We, we 
all I know about you right now, Eddie, is that you were played on MTV. You were in bands. You do Irish music and stuff. Somewhere in there, your faith is important. Let's maybe start at the beginning of, of your faith journey and how Dead Theologian Society even started. Well, sure. Well, thanks, Joe. Um, I can honestly say I've been very uh, fortunate and blessed. I've been I've loved the Catholic faith my entire life. Um, when I was a little boy, I remember at five years old at Christmas, my dad had a, a direct connection to, to St. Nick himself. And I remember for Christmas, I received a little plastic set of Jesus and the Apostles by the Marks Toy Company. I don't think they make them anymore. And I remember my dad telling me the stories of all the, of, you know, I'd hold up a little figurine of one of the saints, and my dad would give me just a quick story that a five-year-old could understand. And so early on, it instilled in me that these guys are the heroes. They're the ones to be like. They they loved people the best. They did the miracles. They were the most heroic. They were the toughest, all this stuff. So that bar was set as a little boy. Um, I should say, though, no, it's been a lifetime of effort to try to you know live up to that, and some days are better than others, of course. But um, that always that piqued my interest, which never left me. And I would say that I kind of carried that all the way through um, to where, you know, circumstances in life, I found myself as a rock drummer. I was a social inner city social worker, um, juvenile court director. But it was the, the Catholic faith was always the thing I promoted the teenagers the most and what I believed in the most. And it was sure enough in Florida, I found myself now I'm jumping way ahead. I don't want you to think. Golly, this guy started at five years old. We're going to be here a while. <laughs> so in my 20s, I was a youth minister um, in Florida, uh, in Orlando uh, area. And a group of teens uh, were in my youth office. And we watched the film at that point, Dead Poets Society, which was pretty popular around that time. But it triggered a conversation, Joe, that, hey, instead of learning about the lives of, of poets and writers and things like that, let's learn about the lives of the saints who were only dead by the world's definition of dead, but fully alive in Christ. And then, and there was an enthusiasm among this group. I think there were about 12 teams to let's, let's get together and regularly learn about the lives of these great saints. Um, then St. Paul in Romans says, be dead to sin, alive in Christ. And so it was just like, yeah, well, the dead theologian society, that sounds really cool. Let's do it. And that was kind of, that kind of lit uh, the torch. Um, and now we're in our 25th year. So the 25th year, meaning the 97? Yeah. Okay, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, and, and Dead Poet Society was oh, probably 90, 89, 90, somewhere in there. So you're you're right behind there. Yeah, um, people knew what it was. So they yeah. thought, oh, yeah, Dead Theologians. Oh, that's like Dead Poets. Instead of, you know, poets, you learn about, you know, theologians and stuff. So now as time went on and people don't remember the film anymore. Oh, please. It's a great film. Great film. I, Let's not belittle the film. Uh, hey, yeah. I... I've got a few takeaways right off the bat there before we jump into the the Dead Theologian Society, which is to say, first off, I've mentioned this in the show a few times, but this this importance of inculcating our children with the lives of the saints. This is something that we are very um, proactively doing, meaning you can give them superheroes, Marvel superheroes or Disney superheroes or whatever. But those are those are made up in a land far, far away, whereas the saints are, are truly inspiring and they're truly heroic. Many of the same "quote unquote" virtues that uh, they're trying to show in these Disney movies or whatever it is, the saints actually lived out in real life, and they're real people that they can get to know. And it's been cool for us to, you know, as a form of entertainment, to very openly share the lives of the saints with the kids. And there's a way to do it. You already mentioned, you know, your dad talked to you as a five year old, so that that pitch gets higher as they go from five to seven to nine to eleven. And yeah. so 
but but the it remains the same. I just mentioned to you off air that we went to the shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and if you remember, uh, this is you know a few weeks ago. There's you know maybe eight different saint shrines on the outside yes. with the first class relative each, each saint, and my yeah. kids are going nuts because they understand like wow this is so cool this is Maria Goretti oh this is you know Blessed Jose Santo Del Rio whoever yeah well, whoever it was my point yeah. is. They know these people, they know their stories, and they can connect with them in a much deeper way than you can with Batman or whoever it is, right? Amen. And they're fully and they're in the fact that they're still fully alive. Yeah. So that oh, yeah. they, the fact that they can intercede for us and it's uh it really does connect with people and and thank I'm I'm grateful to all the DTS chapter leaders and people who decide we're gonna do this for our young people because it's a gold mine of of inspiration. It's true, and it really does trump a lot of the stuff that the world tries to throw at them that's kind of fleeting and doesn't have as much value. Yeah, no, 100%. The other one I do want to point out is it, from the Dead Poet Society movie, and there's a, a, there's a lesson to be learned here um, mm-hmm. that carries over into the Dead Theologian Society and really everything else in life. And this is this idea of that movie. One of the things I do love about it is this. He had a love of poetry, right? Yes. The Robin yes. Williams character. And because yes. of that, he was able to share that love of poetry with others. If yes. we don't have a love of Jesus, if we don't have a love of the church, we cannot share that love with others. And so there is some level of we want to be teachers, if we want to be evangelists, we have to we have to bring that into ourselves before we can give it away. And the best teachers are ones who exude this love of the subject they're taught they're teaching. And I think that movie does a really good job of showing that. And anyway, I just as we're talking about, you know, you clearly have, I can hear it in your voice, Eddie, this is something that you're passionate about, that we as teachers, as people who are trying to pass it on to the next generation, we ourselves need to get excited about it, that we can go out and give it to them. Well, amen, Joe. And I tell you, remember, like, again, in the film that a lot of the students believed that poetry and all that and, 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 and all that stuff was just a boring subject they had to get through just one of their classes they have to go through. And unfortunately, sometimes... I think religion can be presented that way. It's just another subject. And for the teenagers, yeah, I got to memorize this, that, or whatever. But I think it was the passion of the teacher who took it beyond the classroom and took it out of just an institutional setting and really infused it. And and that's what I know with Dead Theologian Society, we're very happy that teenagers see learning their faith is not just another subject they have to get through, even though it's the most important subject they'll ever learn. But it's yeah, delivered the way that's exciting. Yeah, 100%. And I think if you if you look at the the lives of the saints specifically, you might think, you know, Thomas More. You, you yeah. study his life for a, a semester and you're not inspired by that. Yeah. There's something, there's something wrong with you. I mean, that you can oh, easily yeah. get people excited about it just through the lives of the saints. Yeah, if you're making them memorize catechisms all day long they probably will get bored but man through the lives of the saints is a great way to do that so that's a good let's use that as a jumping off point so at some point you decide we're going to start this thing called the dead theologian society uh yes. what you know maybe how how did it start and how how has it grown well after we had the initial idea after i had the initial idea um i moved back to ohio where i was from i've got a call from a an old priest friend of mine who said, you know, we've got 120 years of Catholic tradition and six masses and total and all this stuff, but we had a full school, but we got about 10 teens coming to all the masses combined. Any ideas? And I said, I do have an idea. So I moved back to the central Ohio area and had the, went to work as a, a parish youth minister and just had this, uh, this, this, this thought in my head, Dead Theologian Society. So with the coworker, we implemented kind of a format, got together, 
and we studied. We found a great space, actually. It was like the Undercroft Chapel, this old church. And we found old statuary that had been wrapped up in rotting plastic bags back in a corner. And we've discovered all these treasures and set up the room like an awesome chapel, like a monastery. And we had 11 teens come down and we read the Didache, the teaching of the 12 apostles. And then the next week there were like 20, then 30, then 40, then 50. We outgrew our space. And then we had 16 Protestant kids become Catholic within two years through Dead Theologian Society. One was even a Protestant minister's kid. They were so inspired by what they were learning and it just kept growing. And then that's when a, a guy who worked for uh, Bishop Burke at the time when he was in lacrosse, you may have heard of him, Chris Stefanik, great evangelist. Great, he was big fan, there. huge fan of Chris Stefanik. Oh, oh, yeah. He, well, he was working in the Diocese of Lacrosse and he heard about this Dead Theologian Society and had me come out there and I met him, then went across the hall and met Bishop Burke and told him about this idea. And it's funny you mentioned that shrine and all the saint side little shrines at the Our Lady Guadalupe. The day that I was meeting with a Bishop Burke, then now, of course, the great Cardinal Burke, he had just received the white gloves from St. John Amola. And I got to hold those gloves. And now they're like, oh, they're my like, gosh. And so that was the very day. But anyway, it was Bishop Burke. You know, let me back up one second, if I can. And I know I'm talking fast because you don't have months. to You're good. Okay. Well, after I met Chris Stefanik and told him about this idea about Dead Theologian Society, I was back in Ohio. And he called me and he said, Eddie. I'm not a nut job here. This is true. He said, I feel like Solanus Casey, who's, we have a mutual love for Father Solanus Casey. He's one of my top heroes of my whole life. He said, I felt like Father Solanus just walked in my office and said, can you go across the hall and see if Bishop Burke can get you like a benefactor for a head start for a year or something and come over here and get DTS to make it more than just one parish to make it explode across the country. He said, the feeling is so strong. I have to do it. I'll call you back. And he went across the hall, talked to Bishop Burke. Bishop Burke made a phone call, got me the head start, moved to Wisconsin. And, and now here, 25 years later, we've had about 19,000 young people in about 550 parishes and some foreign countries, about 42 states, with these little chapters of Dead Theologian Society and loads. It's a vocations powerhouse, Joe. And I get invited to weddings and stuff, good holy uh, marriages of kids who have met in DTS. And I've been in, to, invited to ordinations. And it just keeps going. And it's phenomenal. And it gives me chills even to talk about it now. Honestly, well, so Let me give you my experience there. It's a good, good segue here. So my experience was this. I had heard about it for the first time maybe a year ago. So Deacon Mark Campbell uh, works here at IO Catholic Radio. He also is at the Basilica of St. John. Uh, as my listeners, A, he's been on the show, and B, they've heard me talk multiple times about how good he is at asking people, um, strongly suggesting things. So he and his wife, who are also powerhouse, they uh, reach out to a group of us to be speakers over the course of the year to Dead Poets, or Dead Poets, Dead Theologian Society. Yeah. And they they send out the list and say, hey, who would, who would you guys be interested in? So they targeted a list of speakers to come in and speak about various saints. And, you know, um, a good buddy of mine already took Blessed Pierre Giorgio Versati, so I was kind of mad about that. So I went to St. Catherine of Siena. And St. Catherine of Siena, I, I read a few books on her. I, I love St. Catherine of Siena. And I said, all right, I'm willing to do, uh, I, you know, a talk on her. So I brush up on the talk. I have no idea what's going to happen. And the first thing is I come down and it's the night of the deal. And Deacon Mark shows me the space. So you already mentioned your space. That was really cool in the crypt or whatever. And I don't know if you've seen pictures of our space, but it is unbelievable. So it's in the basement of the school of the 
uh, of the Church of the Basilica, so St. John's School. And it is, they have all these like candles lit all, you know, all the way around. They have all the pictures of all the saints. It's like kind of a crypt deal. It yeah. was so cool. And so the space was great. I get in there. Um, you know, Deacon Mark does his thing. I get up there, give a probably 20 minute talk on St. Catherine of Siena. And everyone was super engaged the whole time. And then I go down, sit down, they do prayers and, you know, intercessions and whatnot. It was so cool. And I thought to myself, man, if I could have had something like this at this age, and I, I can't imagine what kind of person I'd be because the knowledge they're getting, the community they're building, all the things. Um, yeah, I was absolutely blown away, blown away by it. Yeah, I just got a, a group picture that they sent of their group. And yeah, I've, I've gotten to talk with uh, Deacon Mark a, a few times on the phone and sounds like they have a very similar uh, population that we do. I work at a parish at St. Patrick's, an old traditional Irish mother church in downtown Columbus. And it's um, like a similar type vibe. And I'll tell you what I love about DTS. One of the many things I love about it, it's so rich and it's timeless. There's nothing. It's not a fad. It's not a trend. DTS will be as relevant a hundred years from now as it is today. Um, so, and we'll never run out of material. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> and the fact that our charism is to pray for souls at every meeting, then we, the church militant are learning about the church triumphant, triumphant, asking for their intercessory grace. And we're praying for the church suffering. So at every DTS meeting, we have the full, the whole family involved, which I think is unique and powerful and timeless. Yeah, it's it's been cool for me again. Just I, I'm maybe two months into seeing this, and I'm I'm so excited for my kids. I told Deacon Mark one of the first things I said to him was, "Understand that his kids are on high school, so they have a couple of years left." I'm like this needs to be thriving when my kids are able to come, kind of thing. Because my we're basically going to miss them by a year or two by the time my oldest gets to the level where she can go to this. And yeah. I'm I'm so excited about it that yeah. I I'm, I want to make sure that con- <laughs> that continues for, for my yeah. kids. And that's where, you know, we're, we're seeing now the second generation, like some of our newest chapter leaders who are like in their 30s, they were teenagers in the program cool. when the parish had it. And Cardinal Burke said DTS would fit in every parish in the world. Now, of course, we'd have to get everything in different languages. But as far as but as far as its format and what we what we're all about, it will fit everywhere. Yeah, but essentially, I mean, essentially what you're trying to do is each meeting is introduce them on a, on a different level to a, to a new saint, not necessarily a new saint to them, but you're going to highlight a specific saint every single time. And yes, I think the power in that is every saint is going to connect to someone differently. And I, I, in my own talk with, with St. Catherine of Siena was like, listen, what, what do I have in common with a mystic, uh, you know, sister from the, you know, I guess she was a third degree Dominican, uh, mm-hmm. From the 1300s, like you, you'd think not a lot, but then as you pull it back and you pull it back and you pull it back, there's a ton that I have in common and I can learn from St. Catherine. And some people are going to um, you know, grow closer to her and have her, you know, as a, as a model oh, yeah. for them. But then the next week it might be someone totally different and that speaks to them more. So I, I love, yeah. I love where it's at. And we only have about four minutes left. And so I want to say is from, if someone's listening to this, my first piece of advice is you should come, you know, reach out to, the, to Deacon Mark Campbell here at the station you should come check out what we're doing. So if you a if you're a person that wants to bring this to a parish, come check out what we're doing at the Basilica. But you could easily replicate this at your own parish. But I would say first check out what we're doing. Obviously, if you have a, a kid who's in high school today and you need to plug them in, you could probably assume plug them in at the Basilica. But let's say, Eddie, if they wanted to start their own chapter, how would that work? 
It's very easy. Actually, they could visit our website, which is www.deadtheologianssociety. It's theologians with an S. So deadtheologianssociety.com. And there's promptings there how to how to, to apply for a chapter. It's very, very simple. And we have it, we're adding a new parish just about every two weeks, especially as the world gets a little more bizarre in so many categories. We're finding more and more parishes are saying, we've got to do something that connects with these teens because we cannot take for granted that they're going to know their faith and live their faith. So that's one way that that's probably the best way other than seeing a group in person that way. Um, I answer my own phone. I answer my own emails. So they can go right to the website to ask questions, inquire. And we always make sure that every chapter that there's a validly ordained priest or deacon and they have the permission of the pastor to do it. And we don't set up parallel chapters. If a parish has a youth ministry program, we'd like to for them to take DTS as under their umbrella versus try to have a competing type youth thing. You know, we like to be be proper and and, and uh, not create any waves that way. But many oh. parishes will have us as a standalone program if they don't have anything, or they put us under the umbrella if they have a good youth program and they just want to add this component. So how does it work? Let's say, say, yep, Eddie, I'm interested in this. I go to, you know, whatever parish in West Des Moines, and yep. I'm going to start this deal. What are you, what are you supplying me with? I mean, oh, I- yeah. We've got tremendous resources. Of, like uh, people can go online if they want or different books and, and, you know, give the story of their own saints of their choice. Some will choose stained glass windows in their church with their named after those kind of things. But we have resources. We, um, when a teen becomes a member of DTS, they get enrolled in the brown scapular. We have beautiful scapulars, rosaries that are made in Bethlehem on Manger Street, Olivewood, specifically for DTS. They get the, the one of the coolest things is the traditional DTS hoodie, which has our embroidered monstrance logo. And in Latin, our motto, dead to the world, alive in Christ. Um, and so we, it's basically almost a turnkey in a box. We send the materials. I'm here for support. I even get... Uh, I travel to parishes to do training for the leadership. Um, so I'm available to do that schedule permitting. So the, the resources are there, the materials are there. Um, and I'm here to be at the service of any chapter the best that I can. And Eddie, that, that thing I, I, so Deacon Mark sent me a blurb, like six pages on St. Catherine. I assume that came from you guys. Is that right? I mean, the, yeah, the- I could have, I know we have about right now we have about, Oh gosh, dozens and dozens and okay. dozens of saints. Uh, and some are putting the nice little booklets. Um, it could have come from us. No, that's, that's, just, so my point is you guys have some of this material built, literally written out. So that way, oh, if you well, want to have a speaker come in and talk about so-and-so saint, oh, you yeah. guys already, you're, you're not having to build it from scratch. You've already gotten taken care of. Oh, we got materials a person could review in literally in an hour and know more about that saint than most Catholics yeah. would. They can tell that story to the yeah. teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, Eddie, this has been a great conversation, and I again, I encourage our listeners. My mind was blown. It was so cool. You reach out to Deacon Mark, see if you can't get involved, um, at least see what it looks like. I was, I mean, we got done with that, and he could see my face. That was awesome. It was just so reverent. It was it, the again, the space is important, and the space specifically we have at the Basilica is really cool. But the content and the idea, and I think we saw it with you as a five year old with your dad telling you about the saints to a, yeah. a five year old. Up to now, you're a much more mature, you're a high schooler, and these things are real. The idea of martyrdom is real. These things are real. Um, and to give them knowledge of the saints and, and uh, the models to live by um, at that age, it was just, it was awesome. So, Eddie, thanks yeah. so much 
for all all you're doing. Um, again, I appreciate the the opportunity to talk with you today. And again, I would just encourage our listeners to go out uh, and and at least learn more about Dead Theologian Society. Because I know for me, when my kids are of that age, I really, I really, really, really want this thing to be thriving in Des Moines because uh, I know what it could do to them for their faith. So, Eddie, thanks so much. We're going to head to a short break. Stick around, and we'll be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. Mercy College provides unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules. Since 1899, Mercy College has been transforming students into healthcare professionals. Guided by Catholic values, our faculty put classroom theory into practice. Students are prepared for roles in service and leadership throughout their own careers. Learn more at mchs.edu. Mercy College of Health Sciences. mchs.edu. The Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Randy Keel, you say that we desire change, but desire isn't enough. Change is not easy. Change even stirs some level of anxiety inside of us. Part of our mind that has our defense mechanisms, it will talk us out of change. If we make the plan for our personal interior change after the decision, we will find the plan is able to be accomplished far more than if we make the plan first before the decision. The Catholic Morning Show, weekdays at 7, only on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. My help comes from you. You're right here Welcome back to Man Up on IO Catholic Radio. I am still joined by Eddie Cotter from Dead Theologian Society, and we forgot to talk about the book that you guys have out. So, Eddie, launch into it. Go nuts, buddy. Thanks very much. The book is called Wisdom and Inspiration from the Saints in a Sentence. And the genesis of this was 25 years ago, I read a quote from St. John Vianney, and it said, Anger never travels alone. It's always accompanied by other sins. And I thought, wow, that hit and that stuck and helped me for my entire life since then. And so I had this idea for over 20 years. I want to compile, do the research, find one sentence quotes from all these saints and put them together in one collection. Well, I kept putting it off, putting it off. And all of a sudden, when I got COVID, I thought I better not put this off anymore. So basically, the book has been out. It's produced. Every day is one quote from a saint. Because, Joe, most people are not going to have volumes and volumes of these great saints, but yet hundreds of these saints can infuse their wisdom and inspiration in a, in a simple one-sentence daily devotional. So the book is called Wisdom and Inspiration from the Saints in a Sentence, and it's really flying great. It supports the work of Dead Theologian Society. It's great for graduation gifts, for First Communion, for, all, for anybody. And it's, it's, this thing is really taken off because people are so inspired by these saint quotes that they go on and maybe learn more about that particular saint. Even like, yeah, where, do you, where do you get it? How can I buy it? Online on our, on dead theologians society.com. They go right online and it ships right out. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's been a gem. And it's what we're all about is, uh, you know, helping the saints wisdom get into everybody's heart. All right. So there you go. You can learn more about the saints. You can get lifted up every day and you can help support dead theologian society uh, all in, in one book. So, all right, yeah. Eddie, Thanks so much for joining me again today, brother. Thank you, Joe. God bless you. Thank you. All right. Thank you for joining me today on Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis. It's time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness. 